Utah Jazz scorched earth in Sacramento with franchise records left behind. Thomas left corner three, got it! This will be the largest victory in franchise history! Tonight, the heat goes to red as the battle for the number one seed is on. The Utah Jazz have held the top spot all season. Clarkson in transition, rise, fire, pow! The Phoenix Suns have been incandescent recently. Comes out to Booker at three-point land, shoot the three, Shazam! With just one game separating the two torrid franchises, the Jazz are looking for the defense of Rudy Gobert. Attacking the cup block by Rudy, expunged at the rim by Rudy Gobert. While the Suns turn to the savvy of Chris Paul. Comes back to Chris Paul, lob it underneath. DA is there, whammo time. It's one verse two. It's the Jazz and the Suns. Tip-off is now. And, and I think we just heard it, David. Things that I'm going to be looking for is how the Jazz is going to defend the Suns' mid-range game, and that means Paul and Booker. So, and you just heard the, the lower pickup point. We'll see if that works. Chris Paul, angle right. Comes, goes left, comes back, angle right. Angle right jump shot, 60 yeah. Oh my goodness. 60%. Free, top of the free throw line, right at the free throw line, 55%. Those are the two spots the Jazz would rather not have him. The Jazz did a brilliant job on Devin Booker last game. He was 13 to 31. He had six of those 13 field goals in transition. So we'll see what the Jazz can do. Without Conley, without Mitchell, trying to hold on to the number one seed, they go up against the Phoenix Suns in the Valley of the Sun as. Chris Paul has been just willing this team to this point on what has now become an MVP caliber season for him. The, they circle around and we jump it up. Veteran officials tonight, the Jazz get the opening tip. Joe Ingles will play the point guard at six foot seven, marked by Mikel Bridges, their best defender. Immediately driving, giving to Rudy, spinning on eight and back to Joe in the corner. Quick release, long two is good. He had his left foot on the line and the Jazz lead it two nothing. Joe Ingles, in the first two games against the Suns, scored five points per game. That is not an option tonight. Not, not an option, and you see how quickly he pushed the ball. Hopefully that continues. Bridges, mid-range jump shot at the free throw line over Bogdanovich is good. We have what's called cross-matching going on, which means the guys that are guarding on one side of the floor are not guarding on the other. It's often why teams get beat in transition. Jazz, Ingles working the left side, working into the lane, stops in the paint, trying to get it to Rudy, can't. Throws it back up to O'Neal. Rotates to Bogdanovich. Penetrates the lane. Throws it cross-court. Turnover by the Jazz. Fast break the other way. Mikel Bridges kicks to the wing. Ball picked by Torrey Craig, who they acquired for free. Top Up top to Chris Paul, literally. Paul working inside. Gets back to his right hand. Ball fakes. Nice defense by Bogdanovich. Left wing Bridges. Bridges will take a step back. Three and hit. His third-year player out of Villanova. Well, he had only made eight of his last 30, David in the last five ball games, but he's one of their best to have on the team. And he is having a great third season, and he's their best defender. He has the assignment on Ingles, who drives, and scoop, there it is. Joe Ingles with the right hand layup at the basket. What hand did you say? I said, I didn't say. He went right hand. He stayed right there, forced him right. And they made a right-handed layup. Here's Booker, guarded by O'Neal. Pullback jump shot is good at the free throw line. Devin Booker, 9 of 17 when guarded. By Devin, by Royce O'Neal. Here's Ingles driving, finds Gobert in traffic. Chris Paul knocks it away and steals it. Fast break, transition, Devin Booker, layup. That's his game, 9-4 Phoenix. 
Jazz have not been able to score in the half court in Phoenix in the first two games. They had two of their worst offensive games and then just got nothing in the half court. Gobert travels and then throws it away. Ron, the Jazz offensive rating in the first game, fourth game of the year, was a 74.4. That's in the fourth percentile. The second game was an 86.4, which is in the 22nd percentile. If your kids came home with test scores like that, you would send them to their room. Jazz defending now. And a Chris Paul miss, but a Suns get a team offensive rebound. 9-4 Phoenix. They went on a monster road trip. They've won four of their last six. Looked like Aiton had to leave the floor for some reason. He was holding his arm, it looked like, when he ran off the floor. All right, he is off the floor. Bridges left side, catch and shoot three is good. Mikel Bridges, third-year pro out of Villanova. The, one of the reasons his team's that good. Tenth pick of the draft is put them up 12-4. Bogdanovich skipped past in the end. Left corner three blocked by Torrey Craig. Here comes Booker to the front court. Picked up by Niang on a cross match. Goes through his legs twice, works it in and out, pulls for a three, only a 31% three-point shooter off the bounce. Misses badly, rebound out of bounds. Jazz down 12-4. DeAndre Ayton is on the bench, as Ron said, grabbing his back of his left shoulder on that play. Here's Gobert, Quinn Snyder said in our coaches show, often we get stuck when they have the ball. Gives to Bogdanovich on a pick and roll, bogey's caught late, Frank Kaminsky's in at center. Swings to the top to Ingles. Ingles drives on Torrey Craig, hangs in the air, puts it off the glass, no good. Gobert offensive rebound and layup. Forcing Joe to his right, that's twice he's gone to, the, to his right and had success. Big difference in Joe's game over the years. Here's Chris Paul, he gets to his right, they want him going left, he gets in the lane, he fades back, he misses. Rebound tap, controlled by Niang, who's been active on the glass. Chris Paul going for the steal in the backcourt, can't get it. He and Niang get tangled up. Here's Joe to the front court, works to his right, fires the three. Off the back rim, no good, long rebound to Bridges. Suns on the run. Left to right, coming up the floor, and Royce O'Neal steals a Chris Paul pass. And Chris Paul goes to foul him, doesn't do it. Royce O'Neal loses the dribble, taps it to Bogdanovich. Right corner, three, pow! Utah answers, 12-9. Watch Chris Paul. Chris Paul can be... I don't want to say a dirty player, but he... Oh, he's can be that. Yeah, and I just saw something there with, with Niang. Devin Booker, There's a elbow end. jump shot. No good, only 44% shooter on jump shots off the bounce. And We're seeing his misses, 12-9. That low pickup point there. Bogdanovich driving, tries to lob it into Rudy, now guarded by Kaminsky, who's not a good defender and a foul. Oh. Dario Saric is available tonight. He's their usual backup. Monty... DeAndre Ayton, I think, is telling Monty Williams right now he's ready to go back in from the look of the things on the television of the way the bench looks. We can't really tell you because we had a brief stint of it, look at it, and then they switched the camera, so there's no way to continue telling you what's going on there. Crowd lets everyone know they're okay that Ayton will check back in. He ball. checks back in. 12-9, Frank Kaminsky, Wisconsin Badger, gives him just a moment of time. Here's Ingles. Flips it out to Bogdanovich, right wing. Works the right-hand dribble in the paint. They trap him in the corner. He skips a pass to the corner to Clarkson, who fires a three. No good. Rebound comes down to Torrey Craig with a white headband and white legging and an orange uniform. He drives to the basket. Gobert trailing, blocks it. Aiton picks it up, finishes Royce O'Neal with a not hard enough foul, and Aiton powers through it and scores. 14-9, Suns by five. Royce, I think, tried to foul hard, but Eaton did a smart play there and kept moving the ball 
So there was no place for him to grab him, and then the foul was... Wait, they called the foul... They put the foul on Gobert, Ron, instead of Royce O'Neal. That should have been a Royce O'Neal foul, right? I, I thought so there as well. Because it looked like... Yeah, let's keep an eye on that. See if they changed that. They did. They've changed it. Good. All right, 15-9. Suns by six. Ingles working the right side. Fires another three. Hits it. Jeez Louise, Joe Ingles, you are something else. 15-12. Jazz back within three. Joe in complete control with seven. Booker at the elbow. Off the bounce jumper is good. Well, that low pickup point, now they're getting those jumpers at the free throw line. It doesn't mean you don't guard him. That's mean you don't guard him. Exactly. <laughs> Ingles working the pick and roll again in the middle of the lane. Tries to pass to Rudy. Aiton knocks it out of bounds. Joe's going to have to work really hard tonight. Hopefully he stays out of foul trouble. Well, Chris Paul's going to try to lure him into that foul trouble as much as he can, but they're on the matchups because Joe has that defensive assignment. 17-12. The Phoenix Suns lead the Utah Jazz on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. They get to certain spots. That they want that shot. We, we want those shots to be difficult shots, both CP and Devin, the way that they play. And they both want to try to get back to the right hand for that shot, although they certainly are capable of going either direction. They run their system no matter who is on the floor. And so we have to do our best to take away their transition threes. And you can't give them second chance opportunities. They're a really good offensive rebounding team with Gobert favors. There's a reason why they've been top team in the league most of the season. Thanks to Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder and New Skin Jazz Sound Flash. Brought to you by New Skin. Discover a better you at newskin.usa.com. All right, we're playing Jazz Bingo tonight. When Rudy Gobert scores his next field goal, that is Jazz Bingo. Tweet me at DLock09. First person tweet me wins two tickets to the upcoming game. Five more home games left, and we've got tickets available to all of them at utahjazz.com. As the Jazz are ex extending a few more seats and a little bit more availability in the arena, so you've got a chance to come to a game. If you want to buy tickets, go to utahjazz.com right now and do that, and we've got the opportunity for you to win tickets on Rudy Gobert's next basket, DLock09 at Gmail, excuse me, DLock09 on Twitter. Fan support in the arena is just totally awesome. Cameron Payne is in the game. Their backup point guard, he floats it over Gobert, misses, Rudy rebounds. 17-12 Phoenix, 6.33 left. Suns have won 15 of 19 to put themselves a game back of the Jazz. Ingles working to O'Neal, left side to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich drives in the lane, right hand runner, nobody draws the foul on Cameron Johnson. Bogey, 24 the other night, and doing it without the three point shot. He's just two of his last 12 from three. Yeah, this that's what I've been very impressed with with his game now. The fact that he's starting to change it a little bit. I think, I can't remember the game now, where he just started posting up guys on his own. I know at the beginning of the year that was something Quinn wanted to do more of with him, but he decided to do it on his own, and now his game is starting to pick up, starting to get to the free throw line, and it all works. Bogey's free throw is good. Second free throw is good as well. Averaging 19 points a game in the month of April, Boyan Bogdanovich. Jazz within three, 6.20 left, no Conley, no Mitchell. Suns have been crazy healthy this year. Booker at the top with a pick and roll with Aiton, gets back to his left hand, fades off the jump shot, hits it. Devin Booker has played 58 of their 62. Chris Paul's played 61 games. 
Bogdanovich driving right here. Bumping, backing, working inside. Aiton lurking. Bogdanovich fades to the middle and scores. DeAndre Aiton has played all 62. Mikel Bridges has played all 62. And that's why they are in a position to battle for that one seed. Pass down low, knocked away. Clarkson has it. Jordan up to the front court with his navy blue high socks. Pulling for three, missing. Rebound tipped around, out of bounds off Rudy. Jazz lead the NBA in three-point attempts in the first six seconds, and they got to get him. So that shot there by Clarkson, while it doesn't go, is one the coaches don't have any problem with. Yeah. Utah Jazz play-by-play -play proudly presented by Golden West Credit Union. Let the lending experts at Golden West Credit Union help you drive away in a perfect car, truck, or SUV with an auto loan as low as 1.99 APR fixed. Apply online at gwcu.org or ask for Golden West Financing of the dealership. We'll take care of you. Here's Bridges, lobbing up high to Aiton at the rim over Favors and scoring. Favors in the game, 21-16. Jazz by five, both teams against stifling half-court defenses when they have to play half-court. Bogdanovich gets it knocked away by Bridges, out of bounds. It's interesting to watch where they place Mikel Bridges. He's their best defender. Bridges comes in at six foot six, 210 pounds, and has really become quite a player. Well, now they have him on Boyan. Inbound to Ingles, left corner three, no good. Rebound, Aiton, outlet to Payne. Payne played at Murray State, flopped with the Thunder, who he was originally drafted by, and has found himself a home here in Phoenix. Payne just pounding the dribble, works to the top to Bridges, lobs up high to Aiton for the dunk. So back-to-back -back possessions with Rudy Gobert on the bench. They lob high to Aiton for plays at the rim. Well, some reason, Favors had to pick up a guard Ingles down the floor. Works it out to the left side, has Aiton on a mismatch. Joe's not a real one-on-one -on -one player. Drives the baseline, shoves off, holds in, bump fakes, and travels. He kept bumping and kept moving his feet so he can reposition himself, and that was one too many... 23-16 Suns. Thing that was noticeable the other night watching the Suns run when they played against the Clippers was their bench. Up, cheering, every play into it. Then you'd scan down the court and there was the Clipper bench just sitting down. Like they're not even in the ball game. These guys have a great energy amongst them right now. Devin Booker working the top. O'Neal, nice defense. Booker keeps driving, stays with it. Pulls into a J and hits it. About eight feet out left side. He has not had a hard time with Royce O'Neal, as we mentioned, 9 of 17 shooting when guarded by O'Neal in the two previous games. And Booker's got it rolling now. He's 5 of 8 with 10 points. And a foul on Derek Favors. And he's getting to that illegal, range. Sorry, illegal pick on Favors causes that one. Go ahead, Ron. Of 15 feet, and that's probably at, at the, the elbow of the free throw line. Well, the Jazz down 25-16. All of a sudden... Devin Booker with 10 in the quarter. Timeout, Quinn Snyder on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Rudy is our anchor. And Rudy, as we go, as Rudy goes. And um, he's tremendous for us. He allows us to play the way we play. He's a defensive player of the year. There's no other way around it. I'll leave it at that. Playing against Rudy, what I've learned from him is his presence. He's so good at being a big presence in the paint. You think he contesting your shot when he's right under the rim. I'm at the elbow, I'm at the free throw line, but that dude is a big dude, and I learned how to use my size on him just, just by playing against him the way how he uses it against us. 
Interesting comment there in our Vivint player sound flash brought to you by Vivint Smart Security professionally installed because the one thing about Aiton's game that has changed this year is his rim defense. It's three percentage points better than it has been as Devin Booker works to the right side, fades back and hits. Yeah, he went to his left and then with the rescreen there off Gaminski and get right back to the same and spot. Booker's got 12 in the quarter. Here's Clarkson, rise and fire three off Knight's favors pick and hits. Jazz are really struggling to score in the half court again tonight, exactly as we anticipated. They had a hard time in the first two games with Conley and Donovan. 27-19, right side Bridges, underhand scoop to paint. The left-hander works with the right hand, now switches to the left to float it off the glass, misses and favors fouls. Derek Favors is coming off his best game, one of the best games of the year, best game in a while. He had eight points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks versus the Kings. Jordan Clarkson just hit a three in his 85th straight game. 27-19 is the score. The Jazz trailing and Cameron Payne goes to the line. Payne's quite a story, Ron. He goes to Oklahoma City and it just didn't work. Like he was an early draft, mid-range, mid-first round pick. 14th. And didn't work at all. And then the Jazz, then he ends up going and playing elsewhere. And because of COVID, he has to come back home. And Phoenix is so injury riddled going into the bubble last year and without players that they sign him and he plays the eight games in the bubble, plays well for Phoenix and is now a rotation player on the one or two seed in the Western Conference. Yeah, same thing happened to Trey Burke there as well. Good point. 29-19. Yeah. Dario Saric is in the game. Suns have been at their best this year with Saric on the floor. Kaminsky's their center, Saric their four right now. Trent Forrest playing backup point guard for the Jazz. Niang works in the lane, puts up a right-hand runner and scores it. Jarrell Brantley getting minutes instead of Ursan Ilyasova tonight for the Jazz, interesting. He's gonna guard Devin Booker. This is a playoff test right here, Rod. Payne flares it out to Kaminsky. Kaminsky drives by Favors, gets in the lane, stops, gets an easy basket. Wow, our defense has been really poor for the last four minutes. That little bump sends Favors one step. Now you fade away, get an uncontested shot. His knees don't quite stop the way they once did. Yeah. Here's Clarkson working inside on Cameron Johnson, who's 6'8". Puts up a right-hand floater. Kaminsky rebounds, outlets to Booker. Booker to the front court, picked up by Brantley. Question on Brantley with his body is whether or not he can give you five minutes in the playoffs from someone like Booker or LeBron or Kawhi. No easy task as he cuts off the drive, flares it back out. Kaminsky gets another easy two. 33-21. I think the Suns have scored about eight straight possessions. Suns by 12. Left side Clarkson. Pulls it up top to Forrest. Right side to Niang. Left hand drive on Kaminsky. Cut off by Payne. Flares it to Brantley. Rotates to Forrest. Non-shooter. Forrest is not going to shoot it unless it's late in the clock. Brantley gets it with three on the clock. Has to take an awkward three off the glass. No good. Half court set. Troubles for the Jazz against the Suns. Down by 12 here early. Cameron Payne works the left side. Slides by Niang. Underhand scoop and a score. When was the last time the Suns missed? Well, they're not making threes. That's for sure. They're getting to the basket. They're getting into the paint. Everything is all two pointers except for Bridges. 14-5 run, unofficially their last miss was Rudy Gobert's block of Devin Booker at the rim at the 543 mark, I'll have to double check that. Driving to the basket and scoring is Trent Forrest. But a fast break 
with 5.43 left. Rudy blocked Devin Booker with the rebound, came up to eight and laid it up and in. Here's Payne driving to the basket, ball fakes, easy layup, wow. I don't think that, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine straight possessions they've scored. Jazz don't have a stop in five minute. Forrest, shot puts it up off the back handle, no good. Jazz don't have a stop since Rudy Gobert checked out of the game. 37-23, Jazz down 14 here in the first quarter. 10 straight possessions. Devin Booker, left side, pull-up jumper. Got it, 11 straight possessions. 39-23. Clarkson off a double stagger. Retreats back out. Now goes one-on-one on Payne. Hesitates with the left hand. Swirls back to the right. No big to help. Puts up the right-hander. No good. Favors can't corral the rebound. Sarge has it. 39-23, Suns. They've scored on 11 straight possessions. The last stop was a Rudy Gobert block that they got an offensive rebound on. That might not be classified as a stop. That's their last miss. Booker, left corner three at the horn off the side of the glass, and that is their first miss since the 5.23 mark and the first stop the Jazz had since the 6.36 mark of the quarter. Rudy Gobert checked out of the game and the Jazz did not get another stop. Rudy checked out at the 5.34 mark and the Utah Jazz did not get another stop the rest of the quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. At the 5.43 mark of the first quarter, Rudy Gobert blocked a shot by Devin Booker. The Suns did not miss another shot in the quarter until Booker's prayer at the end of the quarter. Rudy Gobert, by the way, checked out of the game nine seconds after blocking that shot. In fact, I think the Jazz defensive rating with Gobert on the floor was okay. The defensive rating with Gobert off the floor was a over 200. That is... Incredible. Cameron Johnson left side, top to Payne, 39-23 Suns. Payne fires a three, misses. Rebound comes down to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich works hard, left-hand dribble to the lane, to the cup, lays it up and in. Bogdanovich is finishing at just such a better rate than he was earlier this year, 66% over the last 15 games at the rim. Doing a great job of that now. Payne driving at Gobert, doesn't shoot. Wow, the difference. He just laid it up two possessions earlier, right? Here's Kaminsky driving, right hand floater up and in. Got shoulder on Bogdanovich, puts it up and in. 41-25. They fell out of love with him in the Charlotte, didn't they? Yeah, well, they didn't want to sign him. I think maybe more than, you know, he's one. He's a $1.5 million player now. He was much more there. Bogdanovich working the dribble, turns it over. Here comes Carter in the lane. And a foul on Niang to stop the fast break. Thirty point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray, and Lexus of Linden. Inviting you test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. Let's find out who rang the 30-point bell while Cameron Johnson hits the first free throw. Tatum at the free throw line, spins on Keldon Johnson, step back, tough long, two is good. 
man is that man's a beast. He's an animal. 56 for Jason Tatum. Career high and then some. Celtics. Jason Tatum rings the 30-point bell. 42. Hey, wait, wait. What's going on? I, we already rang the 30-point bell. Tatum's second free throw. It's good. There's the 60. Now can the Celtics finish the game? 60 for Jason Tatum. He got two 30-point bells. Both brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden. Bogdanovich misses the three left side. Here comes Payne in the lane. Stops. Goes down low to Eaton. Tries to turn around jumper. Lands with the ball. Must have got it deflected. Over to Carter for three. Hits. Javon Carter. The Bulldog out of West Virginia. He's got the assignment on Clarkson. Denying Clarkson. That's why he's in the game. Here's Forrest driving. Bouncing to Niang. Jazz down 20. Gobert on the left wing. Uh, Hands it off to Forrest on the left wing. Stutter steps, they go way under. Sets his feet, shoots the three, misses badly. Shot 25% from three in college. Phoenix actually does scouting reports, unlike some of our last opponents. Payne, they might have, just didn't have the personnel. Driving, missing the layup, good defense, but a foul on Forrest. And Forrest might have hurt himself. Yeah, he may have hit the, the support on the back. With that wrist, Leon Wood said that he. So Cameron Payne will shoot two. Jazz trailing by 20. Jazz were right in this game, despite being shorthanded early. At the six. At the 5.43 mark, when Gobert blocked that shot by Clarkson, it was 19-16. And then the Jazz did not get another stop for the rest of the quarter. And in the meantime, the Jazz got themselves three field goals. While they couldn't get any stops and just the lack of depth right now for the Jazz showing itself. They're down 22. And on an 8-2 run. Niang left side to Clarkson, or a 28-9 run, depending on when you want to start it, Ron. Clarkson misses the left-hander. Here comes the Suns on the run. Javon Carter driving. Nice defense by Niang to get back. Carter finds Sarge trailing. Lobbing inside to Aiton, who's got the little Clarkson on. Gobert pops back. They kick out to Payne. Three, good boy. They moved the ball beautifully. They had the advantage, and they never held the ball long enough for the Jazz to get set. Beautiful basketball by Phoenix. Bogdanovich drive to Forrest, swings to Niang, high arcing three is good, George. Niang, 50 to 28, Jazz down 22. Half court defense, or half court offense, we knew it was gonna be tough tonight, and it has been. Payne, swings it left side to Sarge, drives on Bogdanovich, gets in the lane, underhand scoop and a foul on Bogey. Well, Ron, the Phoenix Suns play a defensive style. Quinn Snyder described it well before the game. Let's go back and listen to what Quinn had to say about what the Suns do defensively. They drop anytime our bigs get the ball. They literally drop to the rim, and they try to deny everything. They, they do what we call top lock. They just literally, the best way to think about it is that they turn around and face the other way and, and really work to not let guys get the ball back. 
you know, so what happens is, although it's difficult sometimes for our bigs, throwing the ball to our bigs in certain situations, they get stuck with the ball and we put ourselves in position where they can get really physical with us and, and it erodes our spacing. So they've designed a certain scheme for us and we've seen it and it's really, frankly, in some ways, it's an opportunity for us to, to get better. So he's saying they, they drop the big and then they face guard. That's what he's saying. The top block is just another way of saying they face guard out on the perimeter. Forrest drives, bounces it off Favors' chest. It goes out of bounds. Rudy checks out of the game. Favors is back in. 51-28. Jazz down 23 with 8.28 left. Jazz did not get a stop with Favors in the game the last time. Let's see what happens here. See if they can get a little better defensively. Chris Paul in the game. Paul comes off an Aiton pick, brings Favors to him, lobs to Aiton for another dunk. Niang transition three, good. That's what the Jazz have to do to handle that half-court defensive Phoenix, which is the fifth best in the NBA. So they need to score early, shoot early, push the ball up the floor. There's a philosophy in the league of like good to great, right? Take the good shot, turn it into great with the extra pass. Tonight, I think the approach is, well, that's good enough. Three left side, no good. Nice board by Faves. Outlet to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich hands to Faves, back to Bogey. Bogey fires a three, looking for a foul, didn't get it, but hit the shot. Timeout by Monty Williams. Jazz 53, down 53, 34 on the Jazz Radio Network. The year was 2003. The Jazz were in Sacramento. And as John Stockton and Carl Malone headed to the bench, Arco Arena erupted in an emotional standing ovation in admiration of two of the toughest opponents they'd ever cheered against. All this ovation for Stockton and Malone by Sacramento fans with a game always already locked up for the Kings. And thank you, the greatest duo in history. John, is this the last time we're going to see you play? Are you going to retire? Well, I haven't stop to think about that decision yet obviously i have some time now and when we get back home i'll talk to the powers that be including coach etc and see what mine and our future is the 111 91 loss to the sacramento kings ended the 18-year partnership of stockton and malone that is your day in history ron you remember that one absolutely i remember all of those ball games man it was just at sacramento with the cowbells and how the rivalry uh i think it started because we kept meeting them in the playoffs the uh, John knew, right? Yeah. My, my, oh, my memory is he retired like the next day, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Heck yeah, you knew. Um, and ev- and you knew in the arena that night, right? You could feel it. Was Hots okay? Like, did he shed a tear? <laughs> he went home and cried. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Ingles driving, turns it over. Jazz are down 53-34 here in the second. Fast break, Paul, perfect pass. Mikel Bridges off the trampoline for the dunk. Suns by 21. Niang to the front court, turns it over. Here come the Suns again. Chris Paul looking for his next one. Directs traffic with the right hand. Finds Carter. Right corner three. No good. Rebound battled for Kaminsky out. Jumping favors for it. Gives it up top to Paul. Paul on the left side. Swings back to Kaminsky. Kaminsky ball fakes favors. Drives on him. Now Derek cuts him off. Back to Chris Paul. Left side to Bridges. Bridges pulls back for a tough three and hits it. Timeout Utah. They're great. Well, They've remember? been great for a long time. They have been rolling. They Sorry, I'll let you finish a second, Ron. They have won 15 of 19. They've won 36 of 46. And they look every. They don't look phased by their six-game trip at all. They've got it all rolling right now, Ron. Well, you remember the Sacramento Kings game when we said it's going to get worse? This is going to get worse? 
this, get the feeling that this is not going to turn out good. Jazz down by a lot early on the Jazz Radio Network. This is Andrew Sorensen with your player profile. Rudy Gobert might be the two-time defensive player of the year, but he doesn't want to stop there. Here's Rudy talking about what it takes to win that award. What we've done as a team, being able to do that in the West, I think it's something that shouldn't be unnoticed, and it's a team thing. I will never be able to win this award without the work that my teammates and the coaches do, you know. We need all the guys to have the mindset of, you know, you want to play defense, and, and of course you need guys that anchor that, but uh, it's a team game. Rudy Gobert in our player spotlight. Beautiful pass from George Niang to Derek Favors, who lays it up and in. Rudy is our jazz bingo tonight and hasn't scored a field goal since we said that yet. 58-36, Ilya Sova comes in now this time and a whistle and a foul off the ball. It might be on Ursan. Suns looking to be the take the one seed away from the Jazz they've had forever and Ron they're great like they're playing great they're on fire they're connected they're playing they frankly look exactly like we did earlier this year but part of that is Kaminsky misses is the help Right? I mean, and part of the reason they look so together is because they've all played so many games together. Yeah, and you can say that about a lot of teams in the NBA, but they have been uh, as healthy as the Jazz have been. Ingles misses, pops it out. Niang driving, right-hand runner, no good. Offensive rebound, Niang high off the glass. No, Faves goes up for it. Faves comes back down and throws it through the cylinder. He'll take all the eggs and all the bacon on that one. 58-38. Five eighteen left. Missed by the Suns. Here comes Ingles on the left side, losing the dribble. Faze picks it up. A foul on the Suns. Chris Paul really like put the forearm into Joe Ingles so he could not push the ball ahead of the defense and go get it. Jazz are not in their regular. Well, maybe they are. Never mind. I was going to say, Jazz are not in their regular substitution patterns, and then their regular substitution patterns happened right at that moment. 5-11 left here in the quarter, 58-38. Obviously not in their same reg re uh, patterns when you have Trent Forrest has played eight minutes, and Jarrell Brantley got three minutes, and Ursan Ilyasova got three minutes. Jazz playing without Mike Conley, without Donovan Mitchell, without 43 points, eight rebounds, and 11 assists a game. Here's Royce O'Neal as eight just hovers in the paint. Gives it over to Ilya Silva, contested three, and he hit it. Wow, what a shot. Ron, that defense right there was exactly what Quinn Snyder talked to us about in coaches' show. Exactly, because Devin Booker was just face guarding Joe Ingles, but not letting him come back over the top of the screen. That's the reason Rudy had to hold the ball for DeAndre Ayton was just standing in the middle of the paint with Rudy at 20 feet. Chris Paul weaving, fading, scoring. Chris Paul. Chris Paul's first two. And Ingles and Gobert confused on a coverage or on a pick and roll and get kind of heave with each other, but a whistle and a foul, I believe, called in Chris Paul. Yeah, a little, con little con not confused, upset with each other because of the pass and the fact that Rudy didn't really make a, a huge effort to go get the basketball. Here's Ingles coming off a Gobert pick. Ingles 
Flares it back up to Clarkson. Clarkson working off a double stagger to the left hand, gets down to the baseline, comes back around the other side with a fadeaway jumper, tickles the twine. 60 to 41. I don't care who you put on him. Craig is supposed to be a good defensive player, so is Bridges. Jordan Clarkson's gonna get a shot off. Here's Chris Paul quickly attacking with the right hand down the lane. Snakes around, he takes the exact same shot and hits it. He just did Jordan Clarkson to Jordan Clarkson. Little bit different angle, but very similar action. Snaking out of the pick and roll is Ingles, driving to the basket, scooping up no good. Loose ball, rebound out of bounds off Rudy. 62-43, 3.39 left here in the second quarter. Jazz were in this one for about the first seven minutes and then the Suns just exploded. And the Jazz are now down 19. They trailed by as many as 25. With a win tonight, the Suns will sweep the series of the Jazz if in fact they do. And it will give them a number one seed with the tiebreaker. Step back, Chris Paul. Jump shot, no good. Loose ball rebound. Great screen out by O'Neal and Ersan Ilyasova. The ball bounces on the hardwood before Ilyasova picks it up. Brings it up front to Clarkson. Gives to O'Neal. Right side, Clarkson. Clarkson's got Aiton guarding him. Iso set up. Step back. Three. Got it. He threw it up over Camelback Mountain and down. Boy, that ball seemed to stay in the air a long time. That's how high he had to put it up to get it over Aiton. 850-3 of his career. Here's Devin Booker, no good off the bounce. Rebound comes down to Gobert. Ingles to the front court on the far side, met by Chris Paul. Hard drive, pass stolen on the other side by Bridges. Bounce pass ahead to Paul. Paul gives it back out to the corner to Johnson. Johnson drives the left hand, sees Gobert, flares to a trailing eight, thinks about a three, then thinks better of it. Here's Booker working on Clarkson. Left hand dribble, in the lane, floater, no, he's fouled. Clarkson's like, I didn't foul him, wants Quinn to review it. Clarkson's talking to one official, but that wasn't an official that made the call. Interesting note of the officials, Ron. The league is struck right now. A bunch of officials are in COVID protocol. A bunch of officials, including Billy Kennedy and Scott Foster, they're two of the best, are hurt. So they're very limited. Ten. And they openly have come out and said, on the most important games, we'll have the most experienced officials. Yeah. So tonight, we have Zach Zarbin, his 18th year, with 104 playoff games and eight NBA Finals games. Leon Wood in his 25th year with 25 playoff games. And Jason Goldenberg in his fourth year. So we've got four. They, this was deemed a very good game. You can actually look at the official list every night to see what games they think are important or not. You know it anyway, but it's interesting. Well, they have 10 officials that are hurt or something that are out right now. All the officials that worked the Charlotte game, as Bogdanovich drives and gets fouled, Jazz are getting frustrated with the officials, even though they're getting some whistles here. Uh, the officials, all official, there's an official that worked the game and tested positive the next day, so all the officials that worked that game are out. 64-46, Jazz are down a palindrome. Two thirteen to play in the second. Free throws good by Bogdanovich. Orion, the 
87% this year. Shot 90 last year. Just very good free throw shooter. Working his numbers back up to all of his career numbers. Two of three from three today. He's 38% for the season. Has been 40. You get, you get there eventually, don't you? Yeah, eventually you get there. You are. What was the, the football coach? Well, you Brains are. that you are what they we uh, thought they were or something you, like that. I thought it was your comment. As <laughs> Aiton driving on Gobert scores it on Chris Paul Gibb. By the way, our player spotlight earlier brought to you by WCF Insurance. Brought WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there. Ingles, cross-court pass to Clarkson, drives on Johnson, gets the baseline, double clutches, blocked by Bridges. Clarkson picks it back up, now works with the left hand, in the lane, double-teamed, blocked again by Bridges. Picked up by Booker. Surveys the scene, finds Johnson, kicks to Chris Paul. Chris Paul's got four points, eight assists, shoots the three, misses it, charges after his own rebound, knocks it away from O'Neal, gives it out to Aiton, right side to Bridges for three, missed it. O'Neal rebounds with authority, but a foul on the rebound. It's on Joe, as you heard. Well, our stat of the game coming in was from LHM Larry H. Miller dealerships for service, sales, selection, and LHMauto.com driven by you. Was the Jazz struggling to score in the half court in the first two matchups? They were in the fourth percentile and the 22nd percentile in the first two games against the Suns in the half court. That was with Mike Conley and with Donovan Mitchell. So you could see it coming. Actually tonight, Ron, they're better than they were on those first two games in the half court. They're not great, but they're better than they were in those first two games. The Suns, unfortunately, are having the best half court scoring game of any team all season long right now. Rudy through the lane with a hard hammering dunk. Shall I say bingo? Rudy gets one down. 68-50. Jazz by 18. Johnson right side three, no good. Rebound Rudy. Minute to play. Jazz down 18 in the quarter. Clarkson sets a pick for Swing left side to O'Neal. Bullets across court to Bogdanovich. Takes a dribble. Settles himself. Fires. Missed it. Rebound. Battle. Chris Paul has it. 42 seconds left in the quarter. Paul with an in and out right hand dribble. Gets it knocked by Clarkson to Bridges. Over to the wing to Aiton. Now the right side to Booker. Attacking Gobert. Lobbing to Aiton. He's got to come back down with it. Misses the follow. Jazz have it. 30 seconds left. Bogdanovich going full court. Big strides to the rack. He's fouled. Looks like he's going to get fouled there from the back side there by... Chris Paul. Well, that dunk there by Rudy was very strong and aggressive, which meant that if Aiton had any idea that he wanted to try to block that shot, Rudy was telling him, don't do it. Bogdanovich line, he's got 14 tonight. Lakers are playing tonight with LeBron James against Sacramento. LeBron played six minutes in the opening quarter. The Sacramento Kings lead the Lakers 25-15. How's that even possible? The team we saw the other night, you thought they'd never win another game. And Pride will do it. 68-51, Jazz are down 17. Chris Paul works the right side, chest it up top to Booker. Works off a pick, fades back with a J, no good. Rebound comes down to Gobert. 
outlet to Ingles. Booker trips Joe in the backcourt. I think kind of hurt. Joe looks a little banged up. I, it was a strange play. I, I'm going to watch the replay here. Booker. Yeah, he lost his balance. Booker went up, I think, to try to take a charge in transition. And then Joe caught it from he thought. And then when Booker somehow fell to the ground, and he did kick his leg up a little bit, I would say, as he went down unnecessarily. But just maybe I'm begging or just bitter that we're down by 17. It looked like, 17. if I see that again, looked like he lost his footing, like he was trying to plant that right foot and, and couldn't plant it, losing his no, I mean, he awkwardly fell down, but if you watch, yeah, I don't think we'll see the replay again, but if you see it again, Ron, after he falls and he's falling back, I feel like he throws his feet up ah, gotcha. to try to, like, you know, whether he meant it nasty or instinctually, like, oh, that's what I was trying to stop. I'm now going to do it. The Jazz with their seventh free throw of the ball game and the eighth. And Joe makes the second. Missed the first. 68-52 is the score at the half. The shorthanded Jazz have run into a scorching Phoenix Suns team. And the Suns just simply had too much in that first half. They were fabulous. 68-52 is the score at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. not coming through. We'll try to figure that out in a second. Why that's not playing for you. But you know what? Things have just not gone quite right for the Jazz tonight, Rod, and now they're not going quite right for us. Yep, that's exactly right. But I think if the Jazz just play a little bit faster, they can work themselves, or at least look re very respectable against this very good Phoenix Suns team. All right, let's try it again. I don't know if it's going to work. Here's Coach Wells. Nope. Got no idea. All right, it's recorded nicely. It's not there. I'll send it to Lundy and let him edit it and maybe we'll have it for you in a second. We'll go old school. Who knows why for the, on the 60 second game of the year, the same system that's worked every other time all year long. You know why actually? Because computers. That, that's why Ron, because computers. Com computers just aren't very smart, are they? They're probably really smart. <laughs> I'm sure it's user error somewhere here. Yeah, they don't make too many mistakes. I'm sure I've just got the wrong thing plugged in the wrong place, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. So who knows? I'm flustered. So Derek Favors is going to start the second half. That's interesting. Well, remember when I said I didn't think the rotation was quite the same, Ron? Right. I, I felt as though Rudy... Ron, that Rudy didn't come back in the game the way he usually does, as though Quinn was upset with the way he was playing something. And so um, maybe that's the case. We Hard to tell. But, I mean, what did Rudy play in the first half, minute-wise? He, he played 15. It's not that far off. Devin Booker comes in and fires a three. 70 to 52 is the school score. Ingles works the right side of the floor, hands to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich cross-court pass to Niang for a three, no good. George tonight is 
two for four from three, three for seven overall with eight. Miscommunication leaves Torrey Craig wide open. He's not a great shooter, and he luckily misses this one. Here comes Bogdanovich on the push, accelerating to the rack, finishing at the rim, and the foul. And right now, it looks like he is the only one that's really running the floor. Uh, Jordan Clarkson would run the floor, but if you're going to score early, you got to get the ball up down the floor. And, and Ron, it goes back to the same thing we talked about earlier this year with Bogey. His three-point shooting really is actually, despite some ebbs and flows, which happened, has really been very close to his season average or his career average all year long. The one area of his game that was not was his rim finishing. Yeah. You remember he was in the low 40s at the beginning of the year. Just wasn't finishing at all. <clears throat> now he's at 50%. So he's he's getting a lot better. And over the last 15 games at 65%. So you can really tell he's a great deal better. Chris Paul penetrates. Favors knocks it away. Great play. Here come the Jazz on the run. O'Neal finds Favors running the floor and dunking. And the Jazz are within 13. And maybe simply running the floor was the request from Quinn Snyder. And Derek Favors has done it both the last two possessions. Here's Booker right side working the Yang. Spins, hangs, kicks it out. Torrey Craig for another three. No good. Rebound tapped by Niang, controlled by O'Neal. Here come the Jazz. Left side, Ingles. He'll shoot a three. He'll miss it. Rebound comes down to Booker. But even that possession there, Royce O'Neal didn't run to score. He just ran to distribute the basketball. Chris Paul working in the pocket, gets in the lane, pass down low to Aiton, goes off his mitts and picked up by O'Neal. Here comes Royce with Booker backpedaling, attacking, blocked by Craig. Loose ball picked up by Ingles. Scoops to Niang, left side three, no. Both those threes would have brought it to 10. We don't make them all. We've made 40% this year. We're just begging is really all I'm doing. <laughs> When you're down 13, you're going to need to shoot better than 40%. You're going to have to get hot. Here's Booker on the left side pick and roll. Jazz miscommunicate a little bit defensively. He gets in the lane, kick out to the corner. Bridges a 40% three-point shooter is left wide open and hits. The Jazz were a little confused there whether they were switching or not, Ron. Yeah. That can't happen. Ingles off a nice favors pick. Takes the left-hand dribble in the lane, scoops it up and in. Joe Ingles for two. And I say that can't happen if you're talking out there on the floor. So if, if you see something like that, that means no one's communicating with each other. 73-59, diagonal double stagger for Chris Paul. To the basket, lays it up and in. Really interesting play there. It's a traditional double stagger is set, you know, two guys picked and you, you run it left to right, that was at a diagonal, so the Chris Paul was downhill by the time he hit the second pick. Bogdanovich on a handoff from Ingles, fires the three, misses, rebound tapped by Eaton, picked up by Booker. Jazz had missed three straight threes, all good looks. Here's Booker driving, wraps it out to the wing, hit by O'Neal out of bounds, nice read by Royce. Nice read by Royce, knowing that, first of all, Bridges is in that corner and he's very good at that, but the obvious, obvious pass when you're driving the lane is the corner. So nicely done. 75-59. Chris Paul and Ingles defending and a foul on Ingles. You didn't want Joe to get in foul trouble, Ron. He's the first player with two on the roster, but I wouldn't call that foul trouble. Joe's played 20 minutes tonight, much of which has been defending Chris Paul while being guarded by Mikel Bridges. What a task. 
Bridges on a baseline, on a UCLA cut on the inbound, catches, fouled, and lays it up and in. And the Jazz, who knocked on the door, huffed and puffed a little bit a moment ago of getting it down to 10 with two three attempts, now find themselves back down 18. Derek Favors picking up his second foul. 77-59. Bridges makes, misses the free throw. Bridges was originally drafted by the 76ers. I don't know if anyone remembers this story, but his mom has worked for the 76ers forever. 10th pick of the draft, and so there was this great story going on about how his mom has like worked for the 76ers. He grew up in Philadelphia, he went to Philadelphia, he's gonna go play for his mom's team. Bogdanovich straight down the barrel, three no good. Favors in great position, grabs the rebound, working, he's got hands grabbing him, clears it out to O'Neal. Now top to Ingles. Right side Bogdanovich, jabs right, goes left to the rack, goes hard, and lays it up and in with a left hand. Derek Favors' offensive rebound creates it. Favors coming off one of his best games of the year. Eight points, 11 rebounds, and two blocks against the Kings. He's and got not, himself six and three tonight. And not only did he get the rebound, I mean, he fought for it, and he was kind of mean down there, was swinging his arms like, get off of me. Bogey's got 20. Booker, the Favors coming out on him. And a foul as Aiton and O'Neal get tangled up on the roll. So Rudy Gobert will check into the game coming off the bench. Simply, he must have not done something. But he's not, doesn't look like he's coming in for Derek Favors. Looks like he's coming in for George Niang, which means the Jazz are going to be a little bit bigger if that's the case. Oh. I'd be surprised if I'm right. No, I was wrong. Sorry. Okay. Favors, but check. hard to do off TV screen. Yeah. So Favors, check. let's see if Gobert's a little motivated here. Clearly, it seems, I mean, we're not there, so hard to tell, but certainly seems though there's a little message there. Booker working one-on-one, O'Neal defending, Booker scores. Eight feet out middle lane, Devin Booker's got 20. A nine of 15. Clarkson driving, curls back out. Swings to Bogdanovich, who's got 20 to lead all Jazz scores and tied with Booker for all scores. Works off a Gobert pick. Swings top to Clarkson. Clarkson turns the corner on eight and pulls back, now works with the left hand, retreats back out. Checks the clock, one second, goes behind the three-point line, fires and misses. Jazz have missed four straight from three. Lob down low to Aiton. Rudy is there late, but he's able to alter the shot, and the rebound comes down to Rudy. Here comes Royce on the run. Royce is not taking a shot tonight. Actually, he's taken one. Must have just happened. Clarkson gives it out to O'Neal. Penetrates, bullets a pass off the face of Gobert. Puts Rudy down for an eight count with the pass. And Rudy's checking to make sure his nose is not bleeding as that pass caught him square right in the bridge of the nose. Ricocheted back out, and the Jazz stopped the fast break. Yeah, that was kind of a hard pass for as close as they were. They were about three feet away, and he threw a... Bryce Harper didn't go down that hard yesterday. I, I, I don't know if you noticed, but Rudy's hands were out, just hot. So that, that's how hard that pass was. He didn't have time to get his hands up. Timeout on the floor. Jazz trail at 79-61 on the Jazz Radio Network. Taps it to Bogdanovich. Right corner three. Pow! Bogdanovich works hard. Left hand dribble to the lane to the cup. Lays it up and in. Bogdanovich hands to base. Back to bogey. 
Bogey fires a three, looking for a foul, didn't get it, but hit the shot. Right side, Bogdanovich, jabs right, goes left to the rack, goes hard, and lays it up and in with a left hand. Boyan Bogdanovich is leading all Jazz scores with 20. It's brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. You can enjoy fresh food you love with the convenience of free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Smith's fresh for everyone. Chris Paul, it's a 14-foot jump shot, and the Suns go back up 20. 6.07 left here, and Royce O'Neal drives the lane, throws it over the head of Clarkson, out of bounds. Royce, 22 minutes tonight, no points, two point rebounds, three assists. Royce has not shot a free throw in over 200 minutes on the floor. It adds up to about six games. He's not taking a free throw. Chris Ball driving, fading back on the jumper and hitting. No, the good news about Royce, by the way, just to stay on that for one second, the good news is he's nine of his last 17 for three coming in, so that stro the shooting stroke seems to be back. Royce penetrates, gives to Bogdanovich in the corner, works inside, flares it back out to Royce, holds it, gives up top to Ingles. Ingles on a high pick and roll with Gobert. Long dribble out in front for a tough three. It swirls out, almost got it. 83-61, Suns up 22. They led by 25 in the first half. Here's Chris Paul between his legs, wrapping around, spinning, flaring back to Booker, getting it back outside the three-point line, driving by Clarkson, reaches around, knocks it away, goes inside to Aiton, and he traveled. He put a body bump into Gobert, a hard one, but it actually jostled Aiton enough that he shuffled his feet. You know, I was going to get to the, that Chris Paul, when he gets into that lane that search dribble comes back after a pick and roll you remember in that ball game with the jazz lost to him here in overtime those 16 points in that second half that was a, he just made that shot over and over and over ron his run in the fourth quarters recently is really incredible i mean he's, he did it against us too but what he's done the last few nights in the fourth quarters for this team and willing them to where they are in the standings clarkson penetrates up top to ingles Breaks the 45, drives, switches right to left, and flips it up and in. Nice play by Joe, has got 12 points. What a tough task for Joe tonight. Jazz are down 20 without Donovan Mitchell, without Mike Conley. Playing a Phoenix team that has won 15 of their last 19. Cameron Payne flips it to the basket, misses. Rebound comes down to Clarkson. 20-point Sun lead. Clarkson, who's got an increased role, being guarded now by Torrey Craig. Boy, what do you think? No Donovan Clarkson driving on Craig, steps in the lane, flips it around, right-hander, air ball. The difference between having Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell on the floor, Ron, for Jordan Clarkson is he'd probably be being guarded by Devin Booker, who drives here and scores. He's not a good defensive player. But without Mike or Donovan on the floor with him, he's being guarded by Torrey Craig, and earlier tonight was being guarded by Mikel Bridges. If you don't, if you wonder what the trickle-down effect here is. And usually... I mean, that just makes their perimeter defense, especially with both of those guys in the lineup. Well, the, the, hard, the hard thing is, you know, we just don't have a lot of natural sh shooters and scorers without those two primary scorers. And so when they're playing this kind of pressure defense, it makes it awfully hard. 86-63, favors top of the key. Left side, O'Neal. Left block, Bogdanovich. Bridges defending him. He's their best defender. Works inside and draws the foul. Craig is out of the game now. So they'll have Torrey Craig. And boy, Torrey Craig, great pickup by them at the trade deadline. 
he was not pleased with his time in Milwaukee and not playing. And so on the back end of kind of one of those deals, they were able to get Torrey Craig for virtually nothing. Now they also had a spot for him to play, which was pretty important because as I said, Craig was somewhat disgruntled in Milwaukee for not getting his time on the floor. And so was excited to come to a new spot. You had to, you just couldn't, didn't seem like a deal where you're going to pick him up and put him on the bench somewhere, so you had to have a place for him to play. Well, he had to be pretty excited about the move. But. Yep. And then with the injuries to Jay Crowder and Dario Sarge, he's gotten time. 86-65, Jazz are down 21 as the Suns bring it to the front court. Cameron Payne swings it left side to Devin Booker, who's got 23, he leads them during the season, averaging 25. Booker. Up to Kaminsky. Kaminsky puts a left-hand dribble on the deck, works inside, hooks over, favors, and scores. Good offensive player still, Frank Kaminsky. Right wing. Clarkson. Accidentally puts it on the deck. Now starts the dribble. Right side to Ingles. They overload the right side of the floor. Ingles passes, kicked by Bridges. Jazz battling, staying, trying to stay in this, down 23. 88-65, Suns have gone on a 15-6 run here on the Jazz Radio Network. Your game summary, presented by America First Credit Union on the Zone Sports Network. Left wing Bridges. Bridges will take a step back, three and hit. Goes down low to Eaton, tries to turn around jumper, lands with the ball, must have got it deflected. Over to Carter for three, hits. Javon Carter, fast break, Paul, perfect pass. Mikel Bridges off the trampoline for the dunk. Booker up to Kaminsky. Kaminsky puts a left-hand dribble on the deck, works inside, hooks over, favors, and scores. Eighty-eight, sixty-five. That's Ron Boone just kind of asked the question during the, Suns are up, asked the question during the break whether or not the whether Devin Booker started to copy Chris Paul's game. Ron, tell me as a player, if you play with someone, do you kind of naturally copy it? You you know, you if you if you spend time with people who talk a certain way, you, you talk like they do. Absolutely. Do you or does or does him does Devin Booker watching Chris Paul play in the mid-range give him the freedom to play in the mid-range? In I, a way I think he's watching Chris Paul and and the fact that he's doesn't shoot the three a lot, he, and, and he's copying what, what Chris Paul does. I mean, uh, it works. And the fact that he's such a great mid-range shooter, um, heck, it works for both of them, you know? The I think what's interesting, as Booker steps back for a three here, and I was about to say, so this will ruin that conversation, is he's actually not a great shooter. Off, off the, off <laughs> the bounce. He's 31% off the bounce. He's a good catch and shoot. He's not a great three-point shooter. Like, he... He got labeled this in college as though he was going to come in the league and be this great shooter. Nice pass down low to Favors, who finishes at the rim from a nice pass from Clarkson. Derek Favors has eight points, three rebounds. Cameron Favors has played the same minutes as Rudy Gobert tonight. Not sure what happened there, but they changed, they flipped the rotation between the two to open up the second quarter. Yeah, Favors starting the For second half, excuse second me. Second half, yeah. The, um, Ron, I think that, so the thing on Booker is that 
I think he got mislabeled. He's really a bona fide scorer. In fact, in the last game we talked about this in our open was that Donovan's the shooter and Booker's the scorer when you really get into it. And and he is, I think then by being around Chris Paul, probably had the freedom to become that kind of a, a scorer. Lob to the rim, Favors knocks it away, outlets to Clarkson. I would totally agree with that. And I would totally agree that he is a scorer. The Yang's three, no good. Rebound comes down to Johnson. Left wing Johnson. 91-89 Suns in the third quarter with 159 left. And nice defense by Niang knocks it out of bounds. Well, the Jazz were in this game, and then the Suns hit him with a, a blast in the second quarter. Or the, excuse me, the five, final 543 of the first quarter. The Suns scored on a 12 straight possessions. And that really kind of did this one in. Jazz have now missed nine straight threes, so any hot shooting that might bring them back is not happening. Playing without Conley and Mitchell as Sarge misses a three. That's 43 points, eight rebounds, and 11 assists a game the Jazz are without right now as Bogdanovich drives, cross-court pass to Clarkson. Right side three, no good. And the rebound comes down. The Jazz three-point shooting has gone cold. They've missed 10 straight. Well, we've got 13 minutes and 30 seconds to play with the Jazz trailing this one by 23. Booker off the bounce, three hits. Should I just keep talking about how he's not a very good shooter? Well. The stats say he is not a very good shooter. I was about to say the same thing, yeah. That he is definitely not, especially off the bounce shooting not being from the three-point line. And he's not being guarded by an elite defender right now, so he is taking some windows that he might not usually get. Bogdanovich to the lane, flares it out to Clarkson left side, Booker all over. Clarkson drives on him, Kaminsky comes over to reach in foul on Booker. Devin Booker doesn't like this call at all. And they're gonna give it to him. I thought maybe... Are you, Ron, let's get to the important issues with Devin Booker. Are you allowed to double team and pick up? In a pickup game, you mean? Do you know about this story? <laughs> no. So Devin Booker was playing a pickup game. It might have been last year, probably a year before because of COVID. And he's got the ball in the wing, and somebody comes and brings a double team to him. And they have him on video, like, losing it. Like, it's a pickup. You can't double in a pickup. And, like, so are you allowed to double in a pickup game? I've never heard of anyone saying it's not. You're well, Devin Booker said that it, was, that it was not appropriate to double in that setup. Jazz playing maybe a 1-2-2 zone. I can't tell. Booker driving. Gobert shadows him. Gobert goes out with him. Booker's driving on Gobert. Crosses him over. Shakes him. Fades for three and hits. Oh, boy. That's gonna, that one's going to roll on some videos right there. Beautiful move by Devin Booker. Crowd's loving it. You can hear it in the background. Their bench is going crazy. Suns have a great energy about them as a unit right now. They are exactly where the Jazz were earlier this season. Clarkson drives, in the lane, gives to Rudy, lays it up and in. Booker's got 15 in the third, 31 on the night. Remember, he had 50 against us once before. Maybe it was 49. Book's got eight straight as he comes to the front court. Booker's just going to go to work. Eight seconds left. Crowd comes to their feet. 
Booker rocks it between his legs, goes behind his back, and Clarkson steals it. And Clarkson doesn't get the shot off to end the quarter, down 24. Timeout at the end of three. The Jazz will relinquish the number one seed in the Western Conference tonight for the first time in months as the Suns lead by 24 on the Jazz Radio. I cycled 27 miles today. I just said to Ron Boone I cycled 30. Was I lying or rounding up? You were rounding up. Um, I'll give you that. Okay. Because we do that in this business. So that's allowed? Yeah. So if we're down 24, are we down 25? We're only down 20 because we can round you down. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz down 96-72 here in Phoenix as the sun's on the verge of taking the number one seed away from the Jazz. Jazz turn it over. Here comes Cameron Payne to the front court. Rudy Gobert's back out on the floor with Joe Ingles, Jordan Clarkson, Royce O'Neal, and George Niang. Three from straight away from Cameron Johnson's no good. He's been scuffling. Yeah, he's 0 for 2 tonight. Cameron has been off his game. He is four of his last 24. Well, he's got plenty of help on this team right now. Well, what they've done, Ron, is they have, if you kind of look at what they've done, 19 shots a night for Booker. It's right where he is right now. Chris Paul takes 13. He's at 9. Aiton's at 10, he's taking eight. Bridges takes nine, he's at eight. Crowder takes eight, he's at eight. And then everyone else takes eight. Sarge takes eight, Johnson takes eight. They just kind of have it nicely organized and everyone's positive. Royce O'Neal, right corner three up and in. Royce's first three attempt of the game, second shot. Didn't hesitate one bit. Where's that been? Well, he's 10 of his last 18 now from three, so he's definitely feeling better about his shot. You know what you become, as Ron Boone says, as Cameron Johnson now hits the three. I'll stop talking about any of their players who don't make shots. If you're just tuning in, every single time I talk about a player, Joe Ingles misses the three right side. Every single time I talk about a player who's not making shots on their team, he's made it tonight. Kaminsky, top to Payne. Payne drives on O'Neal to the rack. Gobert is there, but can't get to it. He may have got his finger caught under the rim, actually. Fast break the other way, Clarkson for three. Rudy's not come down the floor yet. He might have just stayed on the defensive end, but he, let's keep an eye on Rudy's hand, Ron. His right hand, he went up to block that shot, and then he pulled it back down as though he got it caught in the net. That's always a scary thing. Doesn't seem to be making much problem with it now. Caught the basketball just fine here. Puts it on the deck, throws a beautiful bounce pass to Clarkson underneath. Guess he's fine. 99-75. All right, let's look in at Sacramento and L.A. as the Lakers are going to work right now. Caldwell Pope's got it. Got to bring it into the front court quickly, and he does. Lakers by four. Anthony Davis has it. 17-footer by A.D. No good. Rebound tipped by Drummond in. Andre Drummond tipped that just to keep it alive, but it went in the basket. Well, no, he didn't really. He'll get credit, but Buddy Heel tipped it in. Yeah, I was going to say. Lakers with their biggest lead of the game, Michael, six points, 48-42 with 5-0-1 remaining right, we'll in the second. We'll keep an eye on that. LeBron is back and is on pace to play about 30 minutes tonight if he holds it up the whole way. So that'll be interesting. Clarkson hits the free throws. It's 99-77. Ron, I don't know if you're in on the play-in game or not. 
But boy, is it making every night of the play of the uh, exciting. Clarkson with a steal, controls the basketball, flares it out to Ingles. Feet set, ball rims. And the rebound comes down to the Suns and they're on the run. Sarich, cross court pass to Johnson. Three ball in the corner, no good. Ingles taps the rebound around and controls a 22 point lead. Jazz bench seated. Disappointed as Niang airballs, Suns bench on their feet, walking around cheering every play. This is exactly how they were against the Clippers. They just, they've got a great juice around their team, Ron. You can feel it when you watch them. Well, they know how hard. Kaminsky they... drop steps on Gobert and Rudy swats it into the COVID free section of fans. This team has not been there in quite some time. 10 years without the playoffs. And so they're, yes, they're absolutely very excited about this season and the type of team that they have. Inbound to Cameron Johnson, misses again. He's guiding it. One for five today. I will stick to what I told you a moment ago. He's now five in his last 27. That is factual. Clarkson working inside on Sarge, gives to Rudy. Rudy puts it on the deck, powers through Kaminsky to the rim and is fouled. 22-point Suns advantage with 8.48 left in the fourth. Game swung in the first when the Suns outscored the Jazz 39-23. And then the story of the second half actually very quietly, Ron, as the Jazz are in another shooting slump. The Jazz are 1 of 15 from 3 in the second half. Rudy Gobert at the free throw line. Let's hear what DeAndre Ayton had to say about what he's learned from Rudy. Just being physical from the jump ball. When you can embrace that and compete at that, you tend to like learn stuff from your opponent. And what I've learned from him is his presence. He's so good at being a big presence in the paint. You would think he contesting your shot when he's right under the rim. You know, I'm at the elbow, I'm at the free throw line, but that dude is a big dude and I learned how to use my size and length. That's what I picked up from Rudy, just being a, a great presence for the team on that defensive end and showing your arms, showing your hands, not getting into foul trouble being a good shot blocker, contested anything in that paint. Aiden was a miserable defender when he first came out of college, understandably as a freshman, limited experience. He's become okay there. About teams are shooting about two or four percentage points less well when he's on the floor now. Well, he's averaging just about a block and a half shot a game. Um, and I think you get respect, you know, with that. Rudy's second in the league with just under three. Carter hits a jumper. Quinn calls a timeout. By the way, for every block shot this season, Cypress Credit Union will donate $50. Community Recreation Association, a nonprofit community organization that provides funding for youth in our communities to participate in sports and other extracurricular activities. Your future is our future. Jazz down 22 with 832 left. Quinn may be pulling the plug here on the Jazz Radio Network. The NBA now. The Boston Celtics. The San Antonio Spurs. What hasn't been an NBA game as much as it has been an opera. The Celtics falling behind by 32. Doesn't step back, tough long two is good. 56 for Jason Tatum. Career high and then so. So now Tatum will go to the line. He has two free throws to try and tie the 36-year-old Boston Celtics franchise scoring record. Tatum's second free throw. It's good. There's the 60. Now can the Celtics finish the game? 4.2 to go. DeRozan, half court, finds Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay does not get the shot away in time. It's over. 
143-140 in overtime. Boston beats San Antonio in the, probably the game with the biggest playoff implications of the night other than this one. And Jason Tatum in a close game, unlike Devin Booker in his loss against Boston when he had 60, had 60. 60. Ron, you're not saying anything. That's a lot of points. Thanks, <laughs> but Ron. The thing is, he, he, he had to score that many in order to win. Right, that's what's yeah. so remarkable about it. It's like it's not like 60 in a in a game that didn't have anything on the line or it. That is bona fide. We'll see the Spurs twice coming up. DeRozan at 30, Dante Murray at 24, Lonnie Walker at 24. Spurs are battling right now. The difference between as the Jazz trail here, 101 to. 79 and Frank Comiskey will go to the line. The difference, Ron, between being eight and nine, okay? Mm -hmm. If you do it by mathematical probability of making the playoffs, if you were in the seven, eight spot, you have a 75% chance, if not better, to make the playoffs, right? So if you, if you figure the matchups even, you're flipping a coin, right? Mm -hmm. You have to flip a coin heads the first time, one of them's going to the playoffs guaranteed. And the next one, you flip the coin as a three for Kane is up and no good. Rebound tap. The Jazz have cleared the bench. Controlled by the Suns. Out to Saric for three. Good. So if you're eight or not, seven or eight, you only have to win one game. If you're eight or not, if you're nine or ten, you've got to win two. You have a 25% chance of winning two. A 75% chance of losing the first one and then winning the second one. So it's a huge difference as Ilyasova hits a three. San Antonio's loss tonight now puts them a game behind Memphis for that 8-9 slot. And San Antonio has back-to-back -back ball games against the Jazz. So we'll get full throttle from San Antonio because of this play-in, and that is such a big difference. Whereas, frankly, if it were not for the play-in, the Spurs would be battling for the eighth spot, probably still going hard, but not who knows how everything else could have played out. There is a butterfly effect to that. Portland suddenly won three straight. They're only a half game ahead of Dallas to avoid the play, and the Lakers are a game ahead of Dallas for 5-6. Nuggets are only three and a half behind the Jazz. The Clippers are three behind the Jazz. And after the loss tonight, that'll be two and a half and three. And we play the Nuggets again. Pass down low, Oni steals it. Brantley has it, 6-15 left. Brantley loses the dribble, recovers in the wing, gives it to Matt Thomas. Thomas had a big night against Sacramento, so did everyone. Brantley driving and gets it turned, stolen. Six minutes to play. Jazz in Toronto tomorrow here. Tickets are available at utahjazz.com. As the Jazz will be out of the one seed for the first time. Ron, I got an interesting question as Johnson drives from John Keeper, our statistician. The Jazz shoot 39% from three this season, but have shot 29% against the Suns in two games. And tonight we're right at 30%. Again, how come? What do the Suns, at this point you'd have to say the sample size is getting significant. The Suns are doing something. Entirely different than any team in the NBA. So why is it the Jazz can't shoot three against Phoenix? Because they're, they're keeping the Jazz, especially in the half court. And that's the reason the Jazz want to run, so they can get threes. And, and, and shoot early in the clock. They face guard, and they and they face guard keeping you toward the baseline so you can't come back toward the ball. 
something very unusual and maybe even how do you Jawan Morgan three left side is good it's 106 85 that's your 11 three of Mountain America Credit Union $50 donation the Huntsman Cancer Research Foundation courtesy of Mountain America visit mountainamerica.com macu.com for more Ron how do you combat what the Suns do if we see them in the well play? that's the reason they want to to, to run and and try to score early in the shot clock. I mean, that keeps the, the half-court defense from really uh, taking over. 5-10 left, Jazz play tomorrow. And the Jazz will be out of the one seed. Ron, now we really are in a battle to try to hold off the Clippers in Denver. You really, the two seed would be a much nicer thing to be than the three seed. Um, it, it seems, you don't know, you'd probably like to avoid Luka, but we don't know where he's ending up. But how do you, uh, what, what's your thought on how you deal with resting players and getting healthy and all those kind of things. Uh, well, we'll talk about it in a minute. Time out on the floor. 441 left. Jazz trail 110 to 87 to the Phoenix Suns on the Jazz Radio Network. One ten eighty seven. Phoenix lead it. And have controlled this one since the first quarter. And Phoenix will move to one seed. Jazz now try to hold off the Clippers in Denver. Or try to regain the one seed if Phoenix suddenly blinks, but they have not been they have not blinked in a long time. They are they're gonna win their 37th of their last 47th game. They are 37 and 10, Phoenix is. And they have won now. If they win tonight, they will win. They were 16th in the last 20. Yeah, last they really looked very reminiscent of what we looked like earlier this year. Fully healthy, playing teams that aren't functioning at a very high, and having a community feel to what they're doing. Matt Thomas, Thomas right-hand push shot, no good. Jawan Morgan with an offensive mm -hmm. rebound back up and in. That yep. kid just always plays well. Yeah, Phoenix was 35-14 and 14 coming into an overtime win against the Jazz. And their record since then has just been remarkable. And they just had a, they, they are about to play a seven game, wrap up a seven game stretch here in which they played Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, Brooklyn, New York, Clippers, and the Jazz. And they're going to go five and two, Ron. Well, you deserve the one seed if you do that. Absolutely. And then their record from this point on, they go to Oklahoma City, they got New York at home. They don't have another loss on their schedule, I don't think. Lakers at Lakers, uh, Maybe. Golden State in Golden State, then Portland at home. Yeah, they don't have, they, they have hard games, but they, they're going to have to blink before they lose. They're, they're not the way they're playing right now. Thomas drives with the right hand in the lane, bounces down low to Jawan Morgan, swirls around, misses the three-footer, and the rebound comes down to the Suns. Jalen Smith's in the game, their rookie out of Maryland. They find him down low. He puts a dribble down and a blocking foul on Mia Oni. Let's check in on the Lakers and the Kings and see what's going on there with 322 left here. Jazz down 112.89. From the right side of the lane, and Sacramento has regained the lead. They have now scored the last nine consecutive points. They're on top 57-56. LeBron James in his return to action after missing the last 20 feeds Anthony Davis, digs back on Bagley, turns for the jump hook. It's no good. Tip controlled down inside and converted, however, by the Lakers. They get the offensive rebound. They regain the lead at 58-57. I thank you to Gary Drummond Gerald for that. That's brought to you by America First Credit Union. You get the finest in financial services 
from Utah's number one credit union, America First, AmericaFirst.com for details. And we have an offensive foul on the Jazz going back the other way. Yeah. Utah will fall to the Phoenix. Phoenix Suns will sweep the Jazz in the series. You remember the, just a reminder of the days that the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas and the Utah Jazz used to have. Or you're going to go Kevin Johnson, Tom Kevin Chambers, Johnson, John Stockton, Carl yeah. Malone. Walter, battles of all battles. Walter Davis. I mean, they just had some some great battles. I think Walter Davis is a nugget still. Pretty good, really. Elijah Hughes, three no good. Rebound comes down to the Suns. Langston Galley. It's interesting. This is an interesting difference between these two rosters. The Jazz paid a lot of money on their roster on the top part of their bench. Ingles, Clarkson, and Favors all make a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. The Suns did not pay quite as much money in the middle of their bench. Instead, what they have, instead of rookies, they've gone with veterans across the board kind of as their final guys on their roster. Jalen Smith, the exception. But otherwise, veteran Langston Galloway, veteran Etwan Moore, who's not playing tonight. Brantley bumping and backing the rookie Smith. Gets cut off. Flares it out to Thomas for a three. Hit it. Their two-way contract, Alexander's on the floor. But just to kind of... The Jazz and the Suns starting lineups actually are within a million dollars of each other in salary paid. So very similar roster. You build them maybe just a little bit different, but I think with Suns needed some experience. Yeah, I think with the Suns, Ron, also with, as a three comes from the left side for Phoenix, you know, they have Cameron Johnson, they have Mikel Bridges. They've been bad enough with 10 years of not making the playoffs that they've added only three left side. They've added some young players into their roster they're going to be rotation players we don't we haven't had that we've had two good draft picks and we've used our draft picks to get players so you're going to have Jawan morgan and elijah hughes and nia oni and jerrell brantley hoping one of them breaks through into rotation player to give you a little youth thomas walks into a three hits it matt thomas after a tough struggle three of 21 from three with the jazz seems to have found his stroke now that's three in a row that he's had here tonight nine points but the phoenix suns is one of the few teams david that's has a winning record, all-time winning record against the Jazz. Oh, so, Ron, what do we? What do you, what's your thoughts on resting of players and resting? Yeah, I think I think when people get confused, David, when they talk about resting players, they're talking about resting players and sitting them out games. I mean, coaches are smart enough now, and I know Quinn is definitely that way, where you, you rest players by not practicing, by not having shoot-arounds, and just giving them days off, you know, that, that type of thing. And that way you can, you, for the most part, you can probably keep keep some of the players fresh. That's what Monty Williams talked about with, I asked him about this six-game stretch. I actually asked him what he was most proud of. He didn't really give me that answer. But he did talk about that they had prepared for it, they knew it was coming, and they did everything they could to stay fresh. Yeah, he, he talked about being smart about it, you know, and that that's exactly what the Quinn's answer would be there as well. It's going to be interesting to watch the Suns. I mean, they have been going hard here to get to this point, and they've done it. Congratulations to them. They have taken over the first seed. Jazz have owned that seed since February. Since the beginning of February, the Jazz were the number one seed and the best record in the NBA until tonight. It's been a long time, and the Suns have been charging for a long time. Three ball left side by Hughes, no good. Royce O'Neal walking the locker room, kind of hot, or walking the... Bench high five in the guys. Too much to ask to go into a red hot Phoenix Suns without all stars Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. And the Suns did exactly what they should. They took advantage, dominated early, 
and blow out the Jazz, 121 to 100 tonight. As the Jazz will now fall out of the one seed for the first time since February the 2nd. It's been quite a run. And now I I might, you know, hey, there's always a chance that some of these teams come up and bite Phoenix and they wear down at some point. This six game stretch has been something else. But so it's but without Donovan and without Mike Conley, I would think a little bit of the focus turns Ron to let's hold off the Clippers and the Nuggets. Yeah, well, you, you want to win as many ball games as you can, and, and don't. Um, uh, the big thing here is taking care of your, yourself, and don't rely on someone else losing. Uh, don't start looking at the schedule and say, "Well, this team will lose here, or they'll lose there." You, you take care of your schedule, uh, and for the most part, do the best you can. You want to make sure you have home court advantage the first round, anyway. You know, by falling out of the number one spot, you know that just means. Instead of playing the eighth seed, you'll play the seventh seed. So it's try to avoid playing the sixth seed and then not having mm -hmm. home court in the second round, right? Correct. So you just kind of do the best you can at this point, but obviously shorthanded. And you know, hands and Tim, I, I I don't mean this in any way, shape, or form to disparage.